Hello and welcome to the Madhouse Podcast Isolation Special, episode number two. This episode, I'm going to give Jimmy a call again, have a word with him, have a word with Nat, she's up for it, see how they are coping in isolation, and then I'm going to call our first ever guest for these isolation specials, Zoe Heslop. She is a student at the University of Sunderland, and she's doing a course that I think is of some relevance to us. And then I'm going to call Ken Birch. He is our drummer's dad. That's uh, Luke Birch's dad. He's an awesome guy. And we're going to have a chat with him and hopefully talk about some ghost stories. But for now, I'm going to call Jimmy and see what they're on with over at Headstone HQ because they have been isolated and one of them may be dead. So, I mean, just saying. Give him a call now. Hello, are you alright? Yes, you? <laughs> yes, thank you. Was there an orchestra on in the background then? No, it was a telly. <laughs> How are you anyway? Yeah, alright, hold on a minute. Right, yeah, I'm alright. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, yeah, I'm good. So it's been a few days since we have spoken, and it's been about a week since our last isolation special, our first isolation special. How are you holding up? Yeah, I'm good. I'm wearing um, I'm wearing a pair of jeans, but I'm wearing pajama bottoms over the top. That's an interesting choice. How did that come about? Well, I call it apocalypse casual. <laughs> nice. You used to do some uh, modelling, didn't you? I've, I did a little bit, yeah. So, so you're down with the fashion. Should I start wearing pajama bottoms over my jeans? Well, yeah. I mean. Nobody wants to get caught out in a in a situation looking bad. So I'm thinking I'll keep my skinny black jeans on, but if I want to relax, I'm putting the PJs over the top. So just in case shit does go down and I have to leave, yeah. either I've got warmth and I can burn the PJs when I'm out. Yes. And then I'm wearing jeans. Do you know what I mean? It's a it's a good it's a good little tip. Is it really actually any more comfortable having your PJs on top of your jeans? Or is it purely aesthetic um, so Nat feels like you're relaxing? Um, it's In all honesty, it's for warmth because I was very cold earlier. Okay. So, yeah, so it was more of a, I had very, uh, yeah, I was very cold. So I had to double up on the trousers. Nice. Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, we got we still got to pay bills, haven't we? So let's just keep let's keep the heating off for as long as you can. Yeah, because neither of you two are working at all, are you? You're not classed as a. Oh no, you were, weren't you? Yes, I. I yeah, I am. I will. I will be working again in um in a week's time. Yeah, because you're part of the food supply chain. You said last time. Yes, but I'm here because um I'm being quarantined just in case because Nat's boss was uh was ill yes so is there any update on your situation anything uh have you, have you killed nat i can't hear her in the background you were on about purging her last time well yes i haven't yet she's she is still alive it was very close today because she uh she started learning the bon tempi oh yeah she sent me a video of her yeah the, the one of our acoustic songs well, no, she said. I think she sent you a video of her uh, playing it on the keyboard when she got it right. 
but she was playing the accordion earlier and it's very, very grating. Okay. I bet your neighbours love you. So when you're... They're not here. We we haven't we haven't got any. We've got there's about there's, I think there's three or four on a flat on the, on our level, but um, I think uh, most of them have gone because they were students. So they've all fled to the countryside like railway children. <laughs> okay, yes, I have heard stories of that, and people in the countryside are getting pissed off. They're getting pissed off because all the students are there now. Because uh, lots of people from uh, the city areas have decided that isolation is a good time to go off on holiday to the countryside in these villages and uh, taking coronavirus with them. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's absolutely mental. They they should have just stayed where the f- they were. Well, I think Boris's actual words were "stay the f- where you are." Well, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, the man's a buffoon, but let's let's literally say what he's saying and stay yeah. the. F- inside it's it's not just boris it's the health secretary it's the shadow health secretary it's every mp on all sides of the aisle it's all the medical experts it's anyone who knows anything about anything and what they're talking about to do with the coronavirus are saying stay at home unless you're a key worker because you will shit up yeah exactly it's not it's not rocket science They've just gone, oh, that means holiday to the countryside or go to Skeggy for the day because it's sunny or let's go and visit Mavis across the road who's got lung problems. No, stay at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, oh, it, f-ing, it baffles my mind. Egypt, Jimmy, the lot of them. They are f-ing Egypt, you're right. Oh, you've gone very quiet. Sorry, I was having a, I was having a sip of me absinthe. Ah, you're in the absinthe again. Yeah, definitely. Got to, got to get through it. Got to get through these times. How's it sipping? How's it sipping? It's sipping all right. I am on cider again, but I'm only allowed one tonight because I'm rationing. Uh, So I've opened up. Oh, you're rationing? Yeah, because uh, if it was just me, I'd go down to the shop quickly. But, you know, I've got kids and Sammy's here. It's not really essential to go down for booze apparently you can live without alcohol i mean i've never tried it but some have said but i have got a brandy on because i've got loads of brandy i've got that that one can of cider going for my night and i've got a bottle of prosecco open because you know when you're rationing you just open up what you've got absolutely lovely that sounds great yeah that sounds good i've got i've got a cider on as well it's not very nice but yeah it's all right get us through how's nat doing yeah, she's doing right. She's had a productive day making some music. I think tomorrow we're gonna probably collaborate tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Make some music. Might be tomorrow. Might be a practice run tomorrow, and then um, do something maybe Sunday. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, lots of uh, bands are uh, live streaming acoustic stuff. Is is that what you and Nat are planning? Obviously, we can't all get together and do something. But are you two? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be uh, something along them lines. I've had your guitar out today. Have you been playing it badly so it remembers me? No, I've been playing it bloody awesome. I was going to, um, I was trying to film it and um, po- uh, yeah, message you uh, a, a video of me playing it amazingly, but my phone or tablet couldn't handle the speed of my palm. Oh yeah, of so course that's work what. Out yeah, that. yeah, that must be it. Yeah. The... <laughs> You know what I did today was some of the most awesome guitaring in the world, but the camera broke, so unfortunately, you're just not going to see it. 
Yeah. I did try recording boys. a song today with my boys as backing singers, but the, neither of them were really up for it. And then when they were up for it, it was too much. So I'm going to try again tomorrow. Yeah, fair play. I mean, I watched your um, school play the other day. Oh, yeah, because I'm homeschooling, I'm going through all the motions, and we did the school play yesterday. Yeah. Harry Potter and the... What was it called, Jimmy? Harry Potter and the questionable character choices? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Harry Potter and the the very strange cowboy. I enjoyed that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not an actor. To be fair, they weren't giving me much to work with. I was not getting much to work with from those those other actors, you know. I, I was going full into it. You know where I stand on child actors, so... I mean, they're all crap. We had our they school crap, right. trip today down to the bottom of the garden and I lit the campfire. Oh, how was that? Yeah, it was good. We all sat around the campfire and had some snacks and chilled out for a bit, you know, in the sun. Well, what snacks did you have? Chocolate biscuits and I think they had some fruity pot things that you eat kids did lovely yeah it was good yeah that sounds right that sounds right is nat one if you, hold on if you i was going to ask you another question have you watched any uh interesting horror films since you've been in the isolation give me a sec <laughs> is that a yes or a no <laughs> i haven't watched a horror film for about well not since i've been on isolation i've been on isolation for four days and i haven't watched any films all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck one out for you. We watched the other day; it was very good. Okay. Uh, it's called The Platform. Oh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Watch that. That that's f-ing very interesting. I have heard talk on the horror pages of Facebook and Reddit about the platform or platform, whatever it's called. I haven't seen it. Obviously, I haven't watched. I haven't had time to watch stuff because we've been doing uh, extra podcast stuff, and I've been getting it already. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you get a little hour and a half, give it give it a watch. It's uh yeah, it's good. Well I've got another we've got another extra to do tomorrow night, by the way. <laughs> Just letting you know. Or yeah, a couple of nights. Man. When is it? Anyway, yeah. in between yeah. doing this and that, I'll watch uh platform if you if you say it's good. It is good, yeah, it's good. It's dubbed and it is it's a very interesting Oh shit, I've seen the trailer. They live in like a tower and there's food that gets dropped down, but the further down you go, the less reaches and people starve or something. Yes. Yeah, that looks amazing. Yeah, it's very clever. It looks like a very good original concept idea for a film. I was really looking forward to watching it because I thought I wanted to know more about like the whole context. I don't know if they're in some type of dystopian world or if it's just, I don't know. I have no idea. But I'll find out. I do really want to watch that. I didn't know it was out yet. I saw the trailer that it was coming. I didn't know it had been put on Netflix yeah. yet. Yeah, so yeah, give that a watch. And what else am I? I'm going to watch um, Midsummer. That's just come out on Prime. So I'm going to watch that, I think. Yes, that's uh, Ariasta. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I've got to watch that too. Yeah. I might have a double feature one night. Although I think Midsummer's quite long. Yes, like it's two and a half hours long. That's like uh, half the Irishman. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we've all got the time now, so <laughs> yeah, might as well have, do yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Is Nat wanting to have a word or is she busy and I'll talk to her tomorrow? She's not busy. Nah, give her a ring. Give her a ring. Right, I'll give Nat See a what call. she's got to say about the situation. I will. And I'll ask her about uh, what instrument she's learning. It's called a, a Bon Tempe. 
Bon Tempe. I think I went to school with him. <laughs> and um, she's only wearing one pair of trousers because she's a douche. Oh, God. <laughs> what is she, a stripper? <laughs> right, i got to get off. It's been nice talking to you. I will call Nat in a bit. All right, lovely, beautiful. Cheers. Peace, love, and stay safe. Loves. Bye. Right. Right, so I'll give Nat a quick call. i just got to find her on my phone device. Hello. Hello, are you okay? Yeah, are you? Yes, I'm doing a special of the podcast. I was just giving you a quick call to see how you're holding up with Jimmy. I did not expect this call. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Good. Well, I said to Jimmy, is is Nat busy or shall I give her a call? And he said, Nat, give her a call. Tell me about right. your music exploits while in isolation. <laughs> uh, well, I tried the accordion. Didn't go that well. Oh, it didn't sound too bad accordion to Jim. <laughs> it did sound bad accordion to Jim. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not bellowing out as nicely as it should. Is that what Jimmy's calling a Bon Tempe? Uh, what? A Bon Tempe? <laughs> he's, making su- he's making stuff up, basically. Right, I don't know what that means. Nope. Is it Southern? Probably. They say, <laughs> give me a backy rather than a croggy, which yeah, is just ridiculous. wrong. Yeah, it's ridiculous. definitely a croggy. Yeah, he knows what a backy is. That's tobacco. Croggy yeah. is a ride on a bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Are you okay anyway? I can't talk long because I've got to go and call. Uh, I'm calling Zoe Heslop today. Oh, I haven't even told Jimmy. <laughs> I can <call laughs> pass the message on. <laughs> I'm calling Zoe Heslop. Right. About her college course and isolation and stuff. And I'm calling All right, cool. okay. Ken today as well. Oh, okay. Oh, he's got lovely purple hair now. He has. I'm going to ask him about yeah. his purple hair. If I remember. You should ask him about his purple hair. I will. But you're holding up okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're doing okay. Yeah. You've got the supplies. You've got another year before another purge night. Yeah. One, yeah. No more purging for a bit. He did ask me the day after, do you want to play a game? And I was like, shit, are we doing Saw today? <laughs> Every day is a different uh, horror <laughs> film theme in your isolated house. Uh, yeah, it turned quickly. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm still alive, so... Nice. Right, well, I'm doing another special either tomorrow night or the, the night after. I'm not sure yet. So uh, I might be okay. giving you a call then. Okay, hopefully I'll be warned about this one. And we'll try and think of something more interesting to tell you about. Can I call Jimmy on your phone tomorrow? Because you're so much clearer. It's just because I'm from Nottingham. Just so much clearer than the Southern boys. You're just better spoken. <laughs> <laughs> And that doesn't make no. That I, I think up. it's because my uh, no, my phone's just superior. I was going to say <laughs> he sounds like he's phoning from inside a toilet. He was in the toilet. <laughs> was he? No, <laughs> no. I'm just winding you up. <laughs> uh, it would not surprise me that Jimmy's just done that whole call while taking a dump. <laughs> yeah, just in the bath. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call your phone to talk to Jimmy tomorrow. But I message you about it tomorrow anyway. Right. Okay. Yeah. No right. worries. Thank you very much. Okay, have fun. Stay Speak safe. See you soon. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Right. Right, right, well, that was Natalie Thornton, lead singer of Headstone Horrors. Obviously, you probably already know that. So next up, I'm going to call Zoe Heslop. Because, uh, well, you'll find out she might be of interest. 
to some of you film lovers out there. Hello. Hello, is that Zoe? It is indeed, mate. How are you? I'm alright, thank you. Are you okay? Good, good. Yeah, I'm not doing too badly. How are you not hold- going mad yet? <laughs> no, I was just about to say, how are you holding up in isolation days? First, like, five days was okay, but this is, like, day seven for me, so... Oh, you're on seven. See, I'm on four. I am, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, going a little bit mad. I'm finding myself just making loads of stupid Snapchat videos of me dancing around the living room, but, yeah. <laughs> I saw one earlier, I think. Were you dancing, going to someone's bedroom and a dog on the bed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was you know. hilarious. <laughs> it seems to be that social media is turning into a much nicer place. Very much so. Yeah. I don't know if other people have noticed, but everyone's being very friendly. There's lots of live gigs going on. There's lots mm-hmm. of live yeah. videos. Everyone's yeah. joining in and having a good time. And it is, it's, it's yeah. nice to see amongst all the shit. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the first few days it turned into quite a negative space. Yes. There was a lot of, you know, a lot of worried people on there, but over the last couple of days, it's, uh, it's turned into quite a nice place to be. It has. There's been lots of, in those first days, I think it was lots of scared people with opinions Yes. on how they think yeah. maybe other people should be acting. But now everyone's pulling together. Yeah. Last night was actually the NHS clap. Did you do it? We did. We did indeed, yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, it um, was incredible. I got goosebumps. Uh, so we all stood out the front and some of our neighbours were outside their front doors. It was the first time we've kind of seen them and spoken to them in about a week, so... That was really lovely. And we could hear people in the distance clapping and fireworks. So, yeah, was it was great. exciting. And we were not expecting many people to do it, to be honest. We're in a quiet area on the edge of a town. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing everyone out and people shouting, banging pans and clapping. And there's a guy that's three doors down from me who spent about 25 years of paramedic. He was getting emotional. It was really good. Oh, incredible. Wow. So, our viewers uh, yeah. may recognize your name. Zoe Heslop. I'm saying Heslop correctly. You are, yes, yeah. You were our very first ever competition winner. Ah, uh, yeah, I was. And you chose yeah. The Exorcist to be reviewed as part of the prize. Mm-hmm, absolutely, absolutely. For me, that episode is uh, one of our best. Well, that's good to hear. Did you Did you like what we did for you when it came out? I did, yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> I'm very, I enjoyed that a lot. Good. It does stand out as one very of the episodes good. to me that uh, was the most enjoyable. So thank you for choosing The Exorcist. And my uh, competition prizes are displayed proudly as well. So oh, yeah, you had a Night of the Living Dead poster. Absolutely, yeah. Framed too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the mug. The mug oh, comes yeah, in handy the mug. too. I forgot about the mug. Uh-huh. Although that's currently sitting in my university room, which I've uh, abandoned for the time being. I know. <laughs> well, your uni course is part of the reason, apart from the fact that you're obviously very nice to talk to, was that you have a course, and that's part of the reason I wanted to talk to you is your uni course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm doing my master's in TV and film production at the moment. Yep. But yeah, currently working from home, but it's difficult. I was going to say, do you have work that you can do at home for your course? Yeah, at the moment I do, but after this... After these couple of assignments, it's going to be a lot more difficult because, you know, it's very hands-on, need to kind of be there. I was going to ask, what sort of stuff do you cover in the course? We cover all sorts, everything from different camera techniques. So the other week we were using, you know, body harnesses with steady cams. 
we're going to be using dollies and you know some really great stuff we've also been learning um different mic techniques so you know using the boom mics and the and the lav mics and yeah it's been it's been very hands-on busy but absolutely brilliant it sounds like lots of it's a lot of hard work but some of it's kind of the stuff that you would do as an experience day because i think absolutely uh, <laughs> yeah steady cam with a harness uh-huh. would be fantastic to uh, oh it was it was with. brilliant fun it's a lot harder than it looks i bet it is mm-hmm. yeah so um it was like right walk forwards i'm like I've forgotten how to walk, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very good, though. Well, it's different, and especially uh, in a different shots where you've got to move because those things weigh a bit, don't they? Yeah. So you're only really meant to wear them for about 15 minutes when you first, you know, wear one. I ended up having it on for about half an hour, 35 minutes or something. And even before putting the camera onto it, I managed to hit myself in the face with the big metal arm on it. So that was great. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got you got that little snaffle out of the way. Yeah. Before yeah, you had the yeah. expensive equipment attached to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he warned me as well. He's like, that arm is spring-loaded. Don't let go of it. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how many times that's happened, though, for him to have to be mm. something they warn people about. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he said I was the first. He was oh. just warning us because, you know, he was like, right, I don't want any, any of you to lose your teeth. That would be great. Well, he'll always remember you <laughs> for being the first that smacks yeah. himself in the head. Yeah, good way to be remembered. Do you have a favourite part of your course that you're doing? Um, I think the camera lessons at the moment. Yeah. We've got a really incredible group, great teacher. I mean, all the teachers are brilliant, bless them. Like, they've been incredible, trying to keep us up to date throughout all of this as well. But yeah, all of my classmates... I think there's about 17 or 18 of us, and we all get on incredibly. So being able to hang out with those for hours and hours a week, because we're usually in from about nine till five, it's just been awesome. It's important to have the right people. Exactly, yeah. Sometimes. So learning something that you're passionate about and being surrounded by some of your new best friends is just, you know, I couldn't have been happier while I was there, actually, so... I know the I was messaging you the other day about doing this and you were sending me some edited footage and you were oh, yeah. talking to me yeah. about doing the Foley sound, which uh, mm-hmm. for viewers is where you record the sound after the fact of filming. Uh-huh. My yeah. favourite's walking on gravel. That's always Absolutely. That's always a good one. Very I never good one. watch a film where someone walks on gravel without it sounding really out now because I know <laughs> that it was filmed afterwards. Yeah, you just you feel like it stands out too much almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just because you know. Yeah. So after university, do you have a, a plan or a, a dream of what you might go on to next? I'd definitely call it a dream rather than a plan, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I, I'd love to go into editing. Yeah? Absolutely, yeah. That that would be my first kind of choice. Um, Is that video editing, sound editing, or a mixture of both? Uh, video, video. Preferably into television first, like yeah. working for a company. Yeah. And then to see kind of where it goes from there. But um, yeah, that would that would be ideal for me. I mean, I've still got a long way to go until I uh, get to that stage. But I'll be okay. But I think. you've got to, uh, <laughs> you've got to know where you want to go sometimes. Absolutely. It helps you yeah. choose where to go next, at least uh-huh. even if it's just a step on the way. Yeah, so uh, do course. you think maybe any horror films or horror series in the future are in store for you? 
I don't know, watch this space. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, I've been working on a film idea at the moment, but it's not a horror, unfortunately. But yeah, I'd love to make a new horror. I think a horror series. I mean, I, I love Zomboat when it came out um, yeah. a few months ago. I thought yeah. that was a really good twist. Um, it had that Shaun of the Dead-esque kind of feeling yes. to it. But it, yeah. It was nice that it was a series, so it just it gave it a different feel. It was great. Yeah, I think um, my favourite one of late was The Haunting of Hill House. And I know that's probably a year old mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but yeah. I keep meaning to go back to it. It feels like the depth and the there's more that you can do. Yeah. So is what I'm trying to say. When you have a, a series of hour long episodes rather than an hour and mm-hmm. a half or two hours, yeah, you can really explore that in particular for that series, the house and the characters and the ghosts. Yeah, I mean, the character development is always going to be a lot more kind of thorough in a, in a series anyway, but it worked incredibly in that. I loved it. Yeah, and it apparently, was fantastic. in the background, there's um, hidden ghosts that you can look for. I didn't know this. There are, and that's why I want to give it a second watch, because I'm going Jimmy to as well. keeps telling me to give it a second watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he noticed a few while watching it the first time and then watched it a second time after watching YouTube videos about all the stuff you missed. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, I only found out when I was playing a quiz game on my phone and it was like, so what's in the background, hidden in the background of Haunting the Hill House? Or Haunting the Hill House? That's definitely not what it's called. The Haunting of Hill House. It's There we go. Um, it's an example of very clever filmmaking and what you've been to, editing. Mm-hmm. To have yeah. these things popping up, and yeah. if you're eagle-eyed, you might notice them. But I think when you don't notice them, but they're there, they add to the the aesthetic of the film. I think as well, um, when you're watching horror, to a certain extent, you don't tend to look in the background because you're scared. <laughs> I always yeah. get this kind of feeling of like, no, if I just if I just focus on the main character, I won't see anything I'm not meant to. Like, something that's going to jump yeah. out, or you know, it's. It's all part of it, though. It's kind of why I love horror so much. It's um, keeps it's you on your toes. Yeah, 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 exactly. You get that lovely adrenaline rush afterwards, and it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. some horror is like an indulgence. It doesn't go into the depth of having secret things in the background. It's all very mm. obvious, and it's all clearly the killer's gonna come from behind the sofa and chase you up the stairs. But it's yeah. it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, earlier on, I was watching a film on Netflix called Truth or Dare. Okay, I've not seen that one. No, it's um, it's kind of one of those teen horror um, movies, all about a game of truth and dare that goes a little bit further than it should, really. Okay. I mean, it it's predictable, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. So, sort of. Is it like a predictable if you know the tropes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. What did we watch? Uh, Would you rather? Have you seen that on Netflix? Yes. Yes. Me, me, Jimmy, and Nat watched that in a hotel room when we were on. Uh, we were away for some shows, mm-hmm. and uh, that was unexpectedly good. I didn't expect that to be that good. Oh, brilliant! I'll have to give that another watch. Actually, yeah. Uh... That's based on a game of would you rather do this or do that, and yeah, uh, yeah. like you say, the truth or dare thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the end, the end of truth and dare, truth or dare. I thought that was very good. I want me it, kind of, it, it, it made the movie for me. I don't, I don't want to big it up too much because, you know. <laughs> okay, well, Jimmy's just recommended Platform to me on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I've seen the trailer for, but yeah. I've not seen the film yet. I um, I saw the trailer, and it's definitely a film that I want to watch. So, yeah, it does next look very couple good. of days, I think. 
So I have a couple of questions I'm going to ask all the guests on the isolation specials. You're the first, mm -hmm. by the way. Oh, brilliant. Amazing. Just asking how isolation's affected you and how you're dealing with it slash filling the time. Because mm. I know you were at uni. Yeah. So going from being busy every day, being in university from nine till five most days uh, and coming uh -huh. back to my family home. I mean, it's been a bit of a shock, really. But I'm dealing with it a lot better than I thought I was going to. But luckily at the moment, I've got plenty of work I can be getting on with. I've just set up my laptop on the dining room table and that's my office. <laughs> I'm enjoying that at the moment. But as soon as I'm finished all of that, I'm going to be, I think I'm going to feel a little bit more lost. Yeah. And like you say, that you end up using up the work that you can do at home. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, because it's hands on. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm about two weeks ahead of deadline, which is unheard of for me. I'm usually the person that sits up the night before and does my work. So, <laughs> oh, I was never that person, but I had respect for the people that were. <laughs> yeah. See, well, it has changed in this kind of uh, dystopian nightmare we're all struggling through. Mm. Left uni. How long do you think it'll be before you're back? Does any? I do have... don't think it'll be for another two or three months at least. Yeah. Do they give you any guidelines? Um, not so much at the moment they've only said that there'll be no face-to-face -face teaching in term three so that takes us up to july about july yeah. time so i know we won't be back before then do you know anything that happens with uh it just occurred to me but you've um you've obviously paid for a university course and for mm -hmm. somewhere to stay i'm guessing yes yes i have because uh there will be people in some positions that can't afford to keep that kind of going and then go and stay somewhere else because uni won't have them there yeah i mean i think i'm lucky because i've been able to come back to my family home um so i'm not paying extra rent yeah we've been told that our student loans will be in at the normal time okay um i was only asking because it's a master's course yeah yeah it's it's obviously uh older students who may have moved out of home before mm -hmm. yeah, i mean it's very difficult um, I mean, there are things we can apply for, for example, the, the University Hardship Fund, um, which can help out in cases well, like this, really. But I suppose yeah. no one prepares for anything like this. So it's kind of, um, it's all up in the air at the moment. Everyone's running around trying to find the best thing to do and the best, you know, way to sort us all out. And, and yeah, I, I feel for the people that are trying to sort out our course at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is the, the strangest of situations all around the world as well. Yeah, nothing, I, yeah. nothing like this has happened uh, I, since, I think I guess, 1918. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's the weirdest thing about it all. You kind of think, oh, yeah, it's just your town. And then you think wider than that and a little bit further out than that. And you're like, hang on, this is global. I think the monumental scale of it hit me most last night when everyone out, was out clapping for the NHS. Yes. Yeah. We're in a we're in a position in mm -hmm. this country and other countries where we are trying to raise the morale of the people on the front line saving lives mm -hmm. because there are too many for them to deal with and they yeah. must be shattered and exhausted and mm -hmm. just emotionally broken, but they gotta get out of bed and they've gotta go in and they've gotta do it again every Absolutely. day. Yeah. And win some battles win most battles i think is what's happening but you mm -hmm. lose some every day yeah absolutely i think it meant a lot for them last night and that's when it hit yeah. me last night it's one of those, those moments 
I mean, like you said about your neighbour, I've heard a lot of stories about people getting quite emotional, not because they're necessarily upset, but because they feel like just overwhelmed with how much support they've had over the last few weeks now. Yeah. I just, it's absolutely incredible. Like I said earlier, I got goosebumps when we're out the front, when I started hearing everyone cheering and clapping, like I could hear it for about a mile on. So it was absolutely yeah. incredible. It is good. And it's joined in a strange kind of way. It feels like it's joined the country back together a bit. We've, we've been very split. Yeah. Very the last yeah. few years, just a um, wedge been driven between everyone and yeah this is yeah. not the way you would choose to reunite everyone but if oh, we're no, looking for silver no. linings I, th- I think that's all we can do right now really isn't it <laughs> look yep. for the silver linings and uh you know try and be there as much as we can for other people without you know obviously physically being there um yeah, well, i think that's a good philosophy for the the times we're in right now <laughs> yeah yeah i wanted to ask one final question mm-hmm before we stop having a chat and this might be putting you on the spot but keeping it relevant to a horror podcast as well as a a kind of a chat show thing we're turning into with these isolation episodes has anything ghostly or scary ever happened to you personally any real life kind of horror stories in your past right you could let us know about one comes to mind instantly okay it was about 12 or 13 years ago so yeah. I was about 15 years old and okay. I was on a little family weekend break in York and down the shambles, which if you haven't been there, it's one of the oldest, well, I think the oldest street in York possibly with the shops on it. And it's a beautiful place to go. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, um, Terry Pratchian. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So much. It's like oh, yeah. <laughs> something from Harry Potter or something. So it's it's pretty amazing. It's very oldy worldy. Mm-hmm. So much they probably put the e after the word old. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so we thought we'd have a look down that street because you know it's kind of one of the sites that you want to see if you're in New York. And I thought, right, I'll go into this shop because it was like a comic book style store with you know action figures and everything, all the kind of things I like. And I was stood in mm-hmm. there, and I felt something stroke my arm. And at that time, I just kind of, you know, I brushed it off. I was kind of a little bit, I, I got shivers and I brushed it off yeah. and I didn't think about it. And then the next day, we're walking up the shambles again, outside the same shop. And something hit me in the chest that hard that it Ooh. almost winded me and pushed me backwards. And my mum no. and my dad were standing there going, what just happened? Kind of thing. And... I mean, I couldn't get my thoughts together for a good half an hour after that. I didn't know what had happened to me. When there was nothing... Absolutely nothing. nothing. No. Nope. Nothing around you. No, no. And it, Ooh, it really, weird. really scared me. What but was, the fact uh... that my, both my parents kind of like saw me like kind of getting hit by nothing. That's so weird. It's quite shocking for them as well. So, I mean, I've thought about it. But I just have no idea where to even begin when trying to think about it logically. It's like one of those things you revisit in your mind throughout your life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've spoken about it before and I still can't get my head around it. I mean, I'm trying to think of all the logical 
explanations around it, but they're not coming to me. <laughs> well, um, the arm stroke, you can kind of think maybe, maybe you had it in your mind, but it, yeah, when yeah, you think absolutely. that, you always know yourself. No, I definitely mm-hmm. felt something. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, you can feel a shiver and then write that off, but something physically yeah. stroking you. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You felt something physically stroking you. Something yeah. smacking you in the chest and knocking you back. Uh-huh. And the fact that it was outside the same shop. Yeah. Was it a very old... Well, it was in the shambles, so it was older building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fact that something hit me in the chest as well as the, the arm stroke. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about the arm stroke thing when I walked past the shop the second time. Yeah. And then I, afterwards, I put like two and two together, and I was like... Well, if that was some kind of, you know, entity or whatever. What Did you speak <laughs> to anyone in the shop ever or have no. you Googled that building since? Do you remember to the, be honest, of the shop? I, 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 don't, I don't know what the shop was called. I mean, it's probably quite easy to find out, though. Comic book shop, was it on in the... In the shambles, yeah. The shambles in York. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to have a google at some point now and yeah a, i think i think i might do that too yeah it sounds like jimmy's area he'd have a google and definitely find that out <laughs> brilliant and, uh, maybe we'll bring that up next time <laughs> i think i'd be really scared to find out if other people have been hit though i'd be i don't know how i'd deal with that <laughs> well, something in that shop either either liked you or didn't like you or wanted your attention for some reason yeah well that's what i'm thinking though like for it to stroke me and then hit me is it because I tried to ignore it? Maybe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe when we're all allowed out our houses again in six months' time and everyone's not coughing anymore mm-hmm. and we're allowed to shake hands, we could all take a madhouse trip to York and the shambles. Let's and we'll do, it. Let's do it. round until something happens Absolutely. and we'll find the shop. Yeah. Just wrap me in some bubble wrap and I'll be fine, I think. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did just think <laughs> I'm just offering to put Zoe up in danger for our own uh, entertainment like- there. There you go, Zoe. You just walk ahead, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just film and stuff. No, it's fine. You go. Oh, man. Right. Any guesses of how long this might all go on for? I'm guessing six months. That's my guess. I'm going to ask everyone what their guess might be and then see who was the closest at the end of it. I'm going to say five months. Five if we're months. not, if, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be more than three. So. Five. If it's any more than four, I think we're at shit hit the fan stage in terms yeah. of production lines and oh, absolutely, food, um, uh, people and looting. Yeah, well, I feel incredibly sorry for the people that you know. Like I said, I'm at my family home. We've got food in the cupboard. Um, the people that don't have this right now. Yes, yeah. we were lucky. We just done. Uh, we do a shop every couple of weeks. We've got mm-hmm. kids and we don't. I don't want to go shopping every week. So we do a couple yeah. of weeks shop at once. So <laughs> yeah. we're lucky, but it's going to last us a few more days. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only uh, delivery slots available are a few days after we planned out. So we're kind of rationing, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. At all. You know, you can yeah. you can survive quite. Yeah, quite it, it's, it's not so it. bad at the moment. Um, I think, yeah, we're just trying to keep the spirits up. Yep, keep the spirits up and drink the spirits down. That's how I'm coping with well, that's, it. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Brilliant. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming to have a talk with me. I oh, think that's, that's all we've got time fine. for. I've enjoyed it. We'll have to get you on again one day in better circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. After all of this stuff. Eh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Zoe, thank you very much. Good luck with the apocalypse and yeah. stay safe. And I will. Absolutely speak to you again soon 
Okie dokie. You take care, Joey. All right. Cheers. See ya. Well, that was fantastic. What an awesome guest to have as your first guest interview. And I've already interviewed Andy for Beetlejuice, but that doesn't count because I hang out with him all the time. Brilliant responses to questions and amazing to talk to. I think we could have gone for another half an hour or so, but I don't want the episodes to be too long. Thank you, Zoe. I was going to call Ken next, but he messaged while I was talking to Zoe uh, saying he can't make it at the moment, so he's going to have to rearrange. That is absolutely fine because I've run over time anyway, and he would have been waiting forever, so that's also perfectly understandable. I will speak to him and rearrange because it's going to be a good conversation with him. But for now, thank you for listening. Good luck with the apocalypse and stay safe.